5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. All right, we are back once again today talking more about covenants. And uh, in particular, David, we've got uh, the shepherd king, David, the Davidic covenant. So God establishes David as a king, right? I mean, he's even anointed as a king prior to him even actually becoming a king, many years later, actually. And and so here's the, the promise that God is going to give, right? He'll give David a royal kingdom, which the promises made to Abraham and Israel will be fulfilled through his lineage. So we know that... Uh, that, that Jesus will eventually be from the house and the line of David. And so this is going to be an important uh, connection for us to make, because what we'll see is that much like Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the Davidic covenant is kind of somewhat as a renewal or a um, kind of that continuation of that Abraham, Isaac, Jacob covenant. So where is this found? Um, so you can go to 2 Samuel 7, and that's where you're going to see God speaking to David. He says, Now go and say to my servant David, This is what the Lord of the heaven's armies has declared. I took you from tending sheep in the pasture and selected you to be the leader of my people Israel. I have been with you wherever you have gone, and I have destroyed all your enemies before your eyes. Now I will make your name as famous as anyone who's ever lived on the earth. And I will provide a homeland for my people Israel, planting them in a secure place where they will never be disturbed. Evil nations won't oppress them as they've done in the past, starting from the time I appointed judges to rule. And I will give you rest from all your enemies. Furthermore, the Lord declares that he will make a house for you, a dynasty of kings. For when you die and are buried with your ancestors, I will raise up one of your descendants, your own offspring, and I will make his kingdom strong. He is the one who will build a house, a temple for my name, and I will secure his royal throne forever. I will be his father, and he will be my son. If he sins, I will correct and discipline him with the rod like any father would do. But my favor will not be taken from him as I took it from Saul, whom I removed from your sight. Your house and your kingdom will continue before me for all time, and your throne will be secure forever. So this is kind of the the focus somewhat of of the the covenant of what's happening here, right? Because Nathan's coming and kind of, you know, kind of declaring some of the things that are happening. So you can see much like the uh, the the Abraham covenant, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, is that here you're also seeing this is much of what God's going to do. Right, so David and his descendants must be remain faithful to God, walk in that faithfulness, and lead Israel to obedience to that, you know, to the same, some of the same laws. However, there are conditional and unconditional elements to the covenant. So, despite the king's failures, God guaranteed a faithful king on the throne. So, just as it's saying here, there will be a strong kingdom that will come from your name. This is non-covenant, um, you know, kind of like this is this is what God's going to do no matter what. So your land might be invaded. You know, that, that land, if you're, you know, like those parts and pieces might be broken, but here's the important part. 
is that there's nothing that you can do. God is going to make sure that there is going to be a king that comes from your line who will sit on the throne forever, right? This is eternity, and there can only be one. And we already know who that one is. It is the Sunday school answer. It is the one in which we lift up and proclaim, the one who lived and died and rose again. This Jesus comes from the line of David. And that's an important part to establish. And so what we see, you know, through um, this whole Davidic covenant is once again, it's more placed on God's part and less on the part of the people. It's like God saying, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And as you can see, then it's not, hey, so I'm going to do this, you're going to do this. And if you don't do this, then there's going to be, you know, curses and all kinds of stuff that's going to flow from it. And that's an important part for us, because when we're looking at this continuation of a covenant, it doesn't extend from the Mosaic covenant, it extends from the Abraham covenant. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is the one that this is established. The Mosaic Covenant, as we talked about yesterday, was there in the midst. It was there for that time, and they didn't, you know, follow it, and it was broken. And you'd say, oh, does that mean God's faithfulness is going to be broken? Nope, for that covenant it was. But, and God was still faithful to his people. Consider that. That there, no matter how many people ended up leaving and just saying, hey, we're going to abandon God and go our own way, God still was always had a remnant of people. And that's what you see throughout the Old Testament, is that no matter how many people abandon God and abandon the covenants that God has made, God still says, I'm going, there's going to always be a remnant of people. And that's all throughout the, you know, the the prophets, um, even through those those little minor prophets that they, uh, they, the things that they're speaking is always about this remnant, and that is God's faithfulness with these people. It's throughout generations and generations, and we will see that this isn't something that's going to stop. It's not, hey, this is just an Old Testament covenant, but we're also going to find that it's going to be renewed. And it's going to continue, and this is important for us to be able to consider, that this is the Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, David, and then tomorrow we're going to talk about one more. And this is an important one. So uh, don't, uh, don't uh, skip on that one tomorrow. It'll be important. Um, so it's, it's good to be able to see that progression of covenant, that God continues even though people are unfaithful, Um, untrustworthy is that God continues to partner with us. God continues to use people, and that is an important part of these covenants. God can try to, you know, he would do it all on his own. He would try to, he would make a way, but he says he decides that he wants to work with us, and that's a good thing. Even though we're unfaithful, God is always faithful. All right, we're going to cut it off there for today. We'll be back again tomorrow. Take care.